0: adversity, doing it at all costs, making wins of all loss. Yeah, the world is all loss, all loss, yeah. Ain't no turning back, we headed straight for the stars, yeah. Oh, yeah. We overcoming adversity, doing it at all costs, making wins of all loss. Yeah, the world is all loss, all loss, yeah. Ain't no turning back, we headed straight for the stars, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Welcome to the Overcome Adversity Podcast, where it's all about transformational growth and having a resilient mindset. Before we get started, we'd like to welcome you to the family. So like and subscribe to the channel. I'm your host, Michael Allison. Today we have on the show the founder and CEO of Hood Aroma and Brotherhood LLC. He grew up in a marble manor projects on the west side of Las Vegas. He ended up doing 16 years in prison, but he's now a leader in the community and leaving a footprint in the sand for the younger generation to follow. Let's welcome to the show my good friend, Mr. Lamar Crosby.
0: How you doing, my brother?
1: Man, thank you so much for being here with me, man. I uh, really appreciate you being here, bro.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Man, uh, so. Like I told you, man, before we uh, got started, man, I said uh, I was reading about your bio, I was reading about your story and I was like, man, this has a this guy has a phenomenal story and so much life lessons that he could share to our younger youth. To our community and so many people that probably have been in the same shoes as his man so if you can bro i just want to tell you thank you for coming here being vulnerable and transparent to sharing your story but if we can let's hop into it man
0: indeed let's go
1: man so uh i know you, you got into the business space um with the companies that you're running now but it, it, you didn't just get to this particular level in life where you're at bro so if you can <laughs> let's let's take it back man and see like how does this journey get to uh, where you're at now, man? Tell me a little bit about like how you grew up, where you grew up. And uh, what was that like for you?
0: Well, I grew up on the west side of Las Vegas, Marble Mountain Projects, uh, uh, a time when, you know, gangs, drugs and violence was, you know, at the peak. And uh, being involved in a gang was, you know, the popular thing to do. You know, everybody had the, the flashy cars, the flashy jewelry. You know, all the nice women, you know, that's what they was attracted to. So as a kid growing up, you know, I was involved with the Boy Scouts at a young age. Well, take it back. My mom, she ended up going to prison when I was my first grade year. So I had to go and live with my grandmother uh, from the time she got out. My mother, she came home in my fifth grade year. I remember it was my fifth grade year. And that's when I was in the Boy Scouts and, you know, uh, making the transition of living with my grandmother and having to go live back with my mother. You know, it was, you know, a mindset for a child, you know, because the rules and everything. My mom, she was my general. My grandmother, she was just uh, she was the admiral. And when she spoke, uh, you better listen. (laughs) and if she was saying something you better listen but you know uh, going to live with my mother she was always uh, on me about school and hanging out with the right people and you know like a mother like a mother should I didn't understand why she was riding me so hard back then she wanted me to miss everything that I went through that's what that was cuz she seemed better so I just didn't see what she was seeing so as being defiant towards uh my mother you know time goes on we uh moved from north las vegas uh more up towards uh i'm gonna say like on the west towards the west it was uh off of owens and uh vegas Drive in that area and uh going back and forth i ended up getting kicked out of school and uh They try to kick me out of the whole Clark County uh, of Nevada for the choices that, you know, my mother, she was trying to keep me from, but yet (sighs) she was the one who told me that I had to start earning my own money to buy the things that I wanted. Mm -hmm. I was only in the sixth grade. I'm like, you know, I'm out. Well, when she cut when she came home, I was already washing windows, pumping gas and carrying boxes, you know, UPS. You know, that's how I was earning my money after school. Mm -hmm. And that was my routine uh, until she came home. And when she came home, I wasn't no longer doing that because I wasn't living uh, with my grandmother no more. So the rules and regulations that my mom set forth, it was a tight rope. So I had to try to find some other kind of way to uh get that money because that's what she said that's what she told me right 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 i'm only a kid <laughs>
1: <laughs> <So> <laughs>
0: let, let me ask you this man like
1: you mentioned like uh your grandma and you mentioned your mom i was gonna ask you man did uh pops play a part of, at any part in your life man?
0: Uh and it's it's crazy because all four of my grandparents lived in Marble Manor projects, mm-hmm. you know, and my pops, he was never around. He was, you know, he was around, don't get me wrong, but you know, he didn't come and, you know, spend time with me and you know, pick me up. I had to go looking for him. Right. And when I did go looking for him, you know, he'd give me a couple dollars and, you know, i go to the boys club because that's what everybody was at at the boys club, you know, playing uh, pool and foosball and ping pong and playing basketball, football. So, you know, it was just a, a, a thing of him doing him. And I see that, you know, he just didn't understand uh, the responsibilities in which he had. So I can't blame him, you know, for not acknowledging the the, the responsibilities because when you have children at so young, they was, my mom was 15, he was 17. Mm. So that's young. I I made it through, I made it to this earth through the grace of God due to my grandmother. My grandmother made my mother have me.
1: Mm.
0: That's how I made it here. Cause she told me she was going to get an abortion. Wow. Those were the words and it was never sugarcoated to me on how I made it here. And my pops, uh, you know, we have conversations and the last conversation that, you know, it w- it was from the heart. Like I told him, I don't blame you for not being involved in my life because you helped me to be the man that I am today. So I hold no umbrellas or anything over your head. All I ask you to do is just love me. That's it. Mm-hmm. Love it shouldn't cost nothing. I think,
1: man. All right, let's let's unpack a, a couple things here, bro. So, um, no. All right, let me ask this last question based off what you said. What was your feelings when you had that conversation with your mom at the time, bro? When she said, uh, "I wanted, I was gonna have an abortion," but Grandma said to have you. What what? How did that impact you, bro? Mentally, as you heard that coming out of her mouth and stuff.
0: Man, uh, that's why you have to be careful what you tell a child. Don't get me wrong because my mom, she loved me and because of her, I am who I am
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she did one hell of a job with me. I was the only child for, for 19 years until she uh, had my little brother and I asked her, you know, why did you have him? Because I was in the streets, but going back to what you said, it like disturbed me to the fact to where i'm like well i'm really not supposed to be here then mm. i'm really not supposed to be here my pops he's not around you know when 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 you do something as a child and the and the, and the and the parents they get upset you know the truth come to the surface don't get me wrong my mother she loved me that she did everything in her power to you know provide for me and I really appreciate you know I worship the ground that women walk on because I know how hard my mother had it you feel me and yeah, to, to, to have to hear her go in her room as a as a child and cry I didn't understand why my mom was crying but she didn't want to show me no weakness right. that's why I'm strong that's why everything I've done been through and even even she asked me son what do you get your strength from and I say honestly mom you want to know She like yeah I do from you watching you you know I mean watching my mother grow up it was something special because she the one that really taught me the grind because she was always she kept it going she had working for a cat Cat uh the, the 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 cat bus uh going to school to do hair cosmetology working in the uh beauty salon so you know she always had jobs multiple mm-hmm. hot tamale she was the best at the hot tamale man listen I know how to make the hot t- <laughs> I'm telling you I know how to make the tamale you feel me yes sir indeed so you know uh but that right there it 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 like took me in a state because i wanted to help my mom in some way i wanted to help but i didn't know how to help Mm -hmm. and seeing everything and being around everything that i was around and i didn't choose it it chose me Mm -hmm. i'm a prodigy of the projects i tell everybody all the time all four of my grandparents lived in the projects can't no one else say that right. if you can you a prodigy of where you come from so that right there alone it, it 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 made me to like veer off because my dad wasn't all he wasn't already there you know what I'm saying my mom she was like getting more tighter and tighter and tighter so I'm like I need to go I ran away from my mom and I went to my granny and i was 13 years old when i left my sole provider uh, i was 13 years old and i and i look at kids today and i'm like how did i leave my mother at 13 years old and that lady she always gave me my acknowledgments she told me i think when i was eight 18 years old no it was right I had just turned 21. I remember because the, the the following years when I went to prison, and she stood before me and she said, "You know, son, I just got to let you know that you did a such a marvelous job raising yourself because you left me at such a young age, and your dad he never did nothing for you, and yet you so beautiful. You stand before me. See, my thing, my brain was." catch on to everything that was going on around me and she always taught me not to be like everybody else be the best at what it is that i'm doing so i was the best at selling drugs i was the best gang banger that you could be i was the best whatever you understand me i was the best at a young age bro i'm telling you i was acknowledged at a very young age and she said, I give you five stars for raising yourself. Wow. I didn't care what nobody else said after that point, because that right there let me know that no matter what I was doing, my mom, she knew that I was in the streets and running the streets. And, but she knew I was a responsible uh, individual, like she raised me. And I was using my head and, you know, being smart about the choices that I was making until my grandfather passed in 1998, October, and my grandmother passed 21 days later. That's when my world came crashing down. The pain.
1: Okay. So... All right, man, you're you giving me a lot of a lot of uh, gems here, bro. <laughs> so you, you already know what I had sent you earlier, man, but we're going to stay in this first part, man, because I need to unpack some of this. All right, cool. Okay. Let's do this. So uh, I do want to ask this. What is your relationship like now, bro? And Mother's Day was yesterday, right? And I just thought about you saying that. And then me and my wife, we watched a movie yesterday, and the movie was called lion and um it it talks about this kid that was raising himself since he was seven years old wow on the streets of uh india all the way till he made it to uh if i'm not mistaken australia wow But he raised himself got on a train got on a, (laughs) yo he he made it all the way and i'm just and i'm just hearing his story man of this resilient and what I liked is that you're someone that adapts fast to like your surrounding and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I saw that this kid was doing from that story. But he spent his whole life trying to find his mom back and get back to his mom. So what I, what I was, I was going to ask you, though, is based off what your mom said in regards to like validating you and just uh, speaking like life into you and stuff like that, bro, what is your relationship like with your mom?
0: Well, she passed. Mm-hmm. She passed in... 2010, 2011, it was like three, no, four days after my birthday. That's when I get the call that ah, my mom, she was no longer with us. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just, you know, through every casualty, I just like, there has to be like, some kind of sacrifice for the greater good. We was all meant to have an expiration on us. And, but my relationship with my mom, it was good, especially when she, you know, uh, acknowledged the fact that I just wanted to help. That's all. You know, as a kid, I just wanted to help. I just wanted to help and uh, be a part of uh, what I knew she was trying to do for me and to be a part of uh, something that special uh, that I knew that I come from. Because watching that lady was like, I don't know, I, I remember like every like thing that she did and everything that she had taught me. Like when I was five, I could count to 100. I had a key to our house when I was five in the kindergarten. (laughs) So responsibility, she taught me that at a real young age, how to be responsible. And just looking at her and going through the things that I knew that she went through with raising me is what helped to give me the strength that I needed. When I got out into the world. And start making the choices that i make because then no one forced me to make those choices she tried to keep me away from a lot of the choices that i made you know right so i had to live with all that and i told her i said i would never ever bring my choices you know upon you and i know how you care for me mom because every time something happened you're the only one in my corner no matter what even if we going through something you're the only one there for me we only get one mother true and i tell everybody <clears throat> man you have to worship you know what i'm saying you have to appreciate where you come from because if it wasn't for her giving a sacrifice in her life to give birth to a life how will we get here True we wouldn't be here, so.
1: So I wanted to ask you this question, man, because I was thinking about it as I was uh, preparing and you were telling us you're from a Marble Manor Projects. And I was like, all right, and then you said Las Vegas. I've been to Vegas many times, bro. <laughs> I ain't never heard of, uh, anything outside of Vegas as I know that there's so much more to Vegas right and Indeed. a lot of us get the misconception of like Vegas is just like the script and partying and all this other stuff right but as I've spoken to people that work in, like in the casinos most of them live on the outskirts of uh the uh the uh party the strip, and the scenes yeah. and all that stuff right yeah. and they will tell me like man there's so much to Vegas that we don't know and stuff like that so if you can, man, um, take us through, or take take me through the stories or what it's like in the uh, in the process that you grew up in. What was that like for you as you ventured um, through your teenage years um, that led up to you? Um, going to prison. To prison. I, know, I know you had said that uh, you did drugs, uh, you was in the gangs and stuff like that. So if you could talk a little bit about that for me, man. well
0: uh, when I was 13 like I said that's when I ran away from uh, my mother Mm -hmm. and uh, my grandmother she lived in the projects and my aunt my uh, mother's older sister she also lived in the projects and you know my aunt she was on drugs but you couldn't tell she was on drugs because as beautiful as she were she was so beautiful hair like in the middle or back and just gorgeous but Mm -hmm when I left my aunt she was the one who actually introduced me to the game because of my being inquisitive about something that I had seen one of the dudes that I used to hang around in the projects Mm -hmm. i seen him do one day I was sitting on her porch and I seen I didn't see exactly what was going on but I seen him hold his hand out I seen the, the older guy get something out of his hand And then I seen him hand him some money in return. Mm -hmm. I immediately went in the house and asked (laughs) my aunt. (laughs) I immediately asked my aunt what was that that Miko had handed to that dude? Cause I need some. You. I said I need some, <laughs> and she was like boy don't worry about that I'm like no I'm, I am gonna worry about it what was it and, and she know I'm the type I was the type of kid that when I start asking questions I'm not gonna let it go until you give me the answer you know that I'm looking for so she immediately you understand me looked at me and, and, and said what That's 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 crack that's cocaine I said, "Well, what do I get some from?" She said, "You have to have money, in order to have, in order to get some of that." Mm-hmm. So I was already at school, talking with the kids at school that my mom didn't even know about, with the, uh, the hall monitor, Ed. I remember him talking with Ed. I took a a, a, a bunch of Ed money before he knew that. Uh, what well, my pops taught me, he taught me how to play cards for sure that's one thing he did teach me how to play, and I'm good with numbers. So I had stacked my cash, uh, uh, playing tongue every at lunch. I wouldn't go to mm-hmm. eat lunch. That's why I was eating that back there on the back, back there, setting up, <laughs> getting my dollars back there. And I think I had like $80 saved up at the house that only I knew about. Mm-hmm. And my aunt, uh, I told my aunt that I had some money, and 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 she told me that uh when i got out of school to bring it over and that's how everything got started and she was the one that made sure i saw what i was supposed to see so that she know she knew uh when it was time for me to take over that i knew exactly what to do Mm -hmm. i knew exactly what i was supposed to do and she taught me a lot of lessons a lot of lessons i i i I, ups and downs smiles and frowns you know i i've had a lot of those a a lot of hard lessons but she was the one who introduced me to the game Mm
1: -hmm.
0: outside of you know uh me seeing uh what i saw and you know she actually taught me the ropes and by time I was 16 I bought my first car I had a Chevy I got me a photo Chevy Caprice (laughs) put it on the rims had the music in the trunk you know 16 years old come on bro yeah man I'm talking about I gained respect from the older guys Mm. because of you know my my hustle was like so magnificent. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that one of the fellows that I grew up with, he told me, and I got a lot of love for this cat. He he, he he told me the truth. He said, The reason that the homies never liked you was because you always thought different. Mm-hmm. Your hustle, man, what we trying to do, you will get out and do it in a few months. Running circles around, run circles around them. Mm-hmm. easy because my mother she always taught me not to be like the best of them I mean like the rest of them be like the best of them I don't want you to be on nothing ordinary so whatever it is that you do I want you to be the best at it that's just my mindset bro mm-hmm. it comes from the woman you know what I'm saying and I I, I, I was just watching the Michael Jordan movie just the other day and seeing how his mother were with him before when the scouts and everything was she was the one that made all that possible you know making sure her son was you know uh receiving the best treatment when when she turned him loose and that's how uh nike they had to submit to her demands in order to get mike you know what i'm saying so the 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 upbringing that my mother had gave me before I left home, it was different. So when I started out in the world, you know, even she said, you know, I had my falls, but I get right back up and get right back on my horse and get it moving. You know, even though she didn't like it that way, Mm -hmm. I didn't understand no other way. As a kid, I'm a kid. I'm just seeing everything around me. That's it. Like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't get the.
1: Matter of fact, I want to ask you, did you even like go to high school? Because I was going to say, it sounded like you didn't get the, like, go to college to get a degree, go work a nine to five job. You know what I'm saying? It sounded like you didn't get that conversation. You know what I'm saying? So like, yo, you were taught hustle. You know, what that's I'm
0: what that's what uh, I grew up on and I ended up going to prison after, right after my grand, uh, right after my granny had passed. It was a few months after my granny had passed. I literally lost my mind. I started smoking sherm because the pain that I was feeling, mm-hmm. I was at my weakest point in my life. did nobody understand what I was going through? It seemed like nobody cared what I was going through. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all about what what one can get you know what i'm saying i had my tight-knit circle but i was just like out of my mind i i, I didn't care anymore mm-hmm. and i ended up lo- uh, uh 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 leaving my my kids what i never meant to do like i tell my daughter all the time you know the good lord he has a gospel for all of us and thanks to him i'm still here because I was so labeled, so much of a threat, I was known everywhere. Like, like my mom say, be the best at what you do. So, I was known from the gang members in North Town, that's North Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I, I stayed on West uh, in uh, on, on West Las Vegas. So, the gang that was in, you know, I was a Blood. So the Crips and a lot of them is my brothers to this day Mm -hmm. I didn't realize what you know my representation really was until I ended up going to prison Mm -hmm. and everything that my mother had taught me and everything that my granny had taught me and and said to me about the friends I didn't really hear it I didn't you know really grasp on to it until one of the guys that I really grew up with and we always been cool with one another, you know, it's just a genuine love. You know, he get out of prison. I go to make sure he good. That's my brother. And he said, gee, you still the same dude. Like you just like, just straight real bro. You, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You really like care about the peoples. Like he said, you the only person that come to, you know what I'm saying? Make sure I'm doing all right out of all the homies that you know i said man look i don't really trip on that no more because in prison i found me Mm -hmm. and i don't care what nobody think about me no more because my mother and my grandmother they was one thousand percent correct about the homies the homies Mm -hmm. i don't have no homies either you my brother my sister or you just another Mm -hmm. so I represent me as a black man. We out here as, 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 as a community of, of, of of African Americans, we not even considered a a, a race, Mm -hmm. but he told me the reason that the homies never liked you is because they labeled you a go getter. (sighs) Like, (laughs) Wow like that's crazy because my pops wasn't around I left my mom's at 13 so if y'all was from the neighborhood y'all know my story but a lot of people don't care about your story they only care about what you are doing so it really like took a toll on me you know what I'm saying because I gave it my all I gave them my all I like you know I wouldn't even mess with some of the my, the homies they baby mamas they was like attracted to me because I was keeping it so real I wouldn't even mess with mess with them like that's my dude right that's my bros I can't do that to him but it comes back to where you know it gets spit in my face somehow for keeping it real with them and Finding myself in prison the 16 years that I did. Thanks to Brother X. You know, I don't know what he's seen in me, but it was something that he saw. Because when I moved in with him, he always said, I have something for you. Got something for you, youngster. And I'm like, Brother X, what you got for me? He's like, you ain't ready right now. Just, you know, you when you ready, I'll let you know. And I don't know what he seen that I had did my actions, but, you know, it's people always watching you. That's what we don't understand. But when he gave me what he gave me, that changed my life, bro. Who, who is Brother X? Brother X. He is uh <clears throat> one of the Muslim brothers that uh, grew up uh, in North Town. He was an OG blood he had to find himself you know and he also was like well he totally changed his life like brother X was man you couldn't place nothing negative around him Mm -hmm. nothing I'm talking about so when I moved in with him you know I had to you know get along by you know respecting his space if I wanted him to respect my space Right. It's all about a mutual respect when you're uh, uh, dealing with sellies. And he handed me a packet one day and he was like, I want you to read this. And after I read that packet, the Willie Lynch program, you heard of it? Yeah, I heard of it. <laughs> I no longer wanted to look at my brother with no aggression because that's still being uh incarcerated mentally of what our people's been passing back down to a generation to generation to generation mm-hmm. you know like Sensei they say it's time for generational curses to be broken mm-hmm. so a lot of people don't understand you know just because you free you're not free <laughs> i'm just saying bro
1: that's a fact. That's a fact. If you can, man, um you did uh 16 years and if you could give our audience, you know, that's listening to your story, that has been so impactful, like as I'm listening to it. Like I read it. <laughs> but I'm listening to it as I'm going through the show, bro. Man, um, if you can, um, if you want to tell us what happened in regards to like how you ended up there. Well, ahead. I would, would want you to elaborate and tell us like, what was 16 years like. That's 16 cool. years of your life that you missed out, out here, bro. What was that like?
0: Man, well, what led up to, you know, me uh, being incarcerated? Uh I was in the drug game like heavy as a as a kid. And I had more than what a lot of people thought I had. I sometimes like shocked myself, like, you got all this, like, you know what I'm saying? And once my grandmother passed, it was like a Domino effect. My grandmother passed, my guy that I was uh been dealing with for years. He ended up catching a Fed case, so now I'm like, man, I can't put nobody in my business because everybody already is already in my business. <laughs> so I'm like, well, am just, you know, what I'm saying, put the drug dealing to the side. And when Master P came out with the Hot Boys, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a no limit tank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I'm telling you, listen I don't know why he put out that Hot Boys movie <laughs> Hey Man I, I, I already knew I was hot But I had to get hotter Oh man, got steaming hot I got I got piping hot I'm talking about Yeah, I really got hot and i wouldn't even sell drugs no more i just going to take what i want mm. i was just going to take everything if i if if you had something that i wanted i'm coming to get it mm-hmm. that's how i was raised by some of the big the, the 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 older cats that you know you respected they gangster when they came through you respected they g you know what i'm saying mm. so uh that right there was another bad choice Another bad choice. After bad choices, that my mind it wasn't on track no more. Because after mm-hmm. losing my grandmother, it was like my whole world had derailed. So all the 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 the, the good choice making that went out the window. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what a good choice was. Mm-hmm. So robbery after robbery after robbery after even the judge when i got sentenced he said i've never after all my years of being on the stand have seen one individual get in so much trouble in like six to eight months like what happened Mm. yo you just like and i told him he, he was like I want to know what happened. I was like, you know, I lost my grandparents. He was like, they raised you, huh? I'm like, yeah, they did. After I lost my grandmother, I like, I like fainted at the casket. Like, I like, man, it was like hard for me, bro. Because my grandmother, she was the one that knew me like no other. Whenever I was going through whatever it was, that lady, she sat on the porch and she watched everything for someone who I thought knew nothing, knew everything. And when I would come up to check on my granny, you know, every day, every other day, she would just look at me and be like, come on, baby, come sit down. And she'll start rubbing on my knee. That was like the way to let my wall down, Mm -hmm. you know, and she'll be like, talk to your granny, tell me what's going on so she was my my pressure valve release Mm -hmm. you know even when i tried to hide it from everyone or what i was going through i lost that and she literally had to come back to me in my time to let me know that everything was all right that's when my process of healing started started when i was in prison you know, her letting me know that everything was all right. You know, everything that you know her and my mom instilled in me, it was time for me to, you know, start standing up on my own two feet like a man. Because they was absolutely correct. You don't have any friends. Your friends, they gonna go, they gonna go for you. They're gonna go for you, good, bad, ugly, no matter where you at, no matter how ugly. That that's gonna that's a friend no judgment past you know just worried about you as a person Mm -hmm. as an individual that's the definition of friend and there are not really many friends out there like that Mm -hmm. so that's how i came up with brotherhood brothers Mm -hmm. rely upon trust in historic achievements Mm -hmm. it came down to me i've been so let down by everybody Mm -hmm. But yet, I've been pouring into everybody that I can. Everybody that I can help, I help. And I love it, bro. I, if you can, man, you said brother
1: X, like, uh, helps you transform while you were locked up. So if you can, man, touch, touch on, like, uh, that transformation process for you and then what that what that like fueled inside of you and like fired up inside of you to like come out with a different type of mindset to now being a leader in the community for me
0: well knowing what he had come from and you know everybody as 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 you growing up you always think about what the next person thinks about you Mm -hmm. you know everybody loves to pass judgment you know (laughs) So being in a room with him, it really got me to understand that it's okay to be me. It's okay to not think about what others think about me. And even if they are thinking about me, I have to be doing something right for them to be thinking about me. you feel me? yeah, yeah, yeah. He helped me to like go out. Side to cell and be me, you know. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm a you know, mingle with the cats that I see that's you know, want to do something that's you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, uh got their head you know, halfway screwed on in the right direction. I no longer want to be around the individuals like a loose cannon. I know what that is, mm-hmm. I know what a missile is. I was a missile, so I have to deactivate, you know, what I'm saying the missile because that is dangerous it's very dangerous not just to others but for myself as well so after reading what he let me read it gave me the understanding of i no longer want to come at my brother with aggression no matter what color he wearing matter of fact i'm gonna degrade myself of the color because the color didn't you understand me do anything for me anyway but had me with an ignorant state of mind that's all it was ignorance on top of ignorance equals ignorance so i had to shake myself of the ignorant mind state and being in the room with brother x because he wasn't with that it was like it was meant for me to go in there with him because that's when my transformation had really started Mm -hmm. because now i didn't care about what nobody thought about me i'm gonna be me it's all right for me to be me yep. my grandmother and my mother they always told me you know what i'm saying i was special so i had a special way of thinking so i had to you know start accepting that role and and, and start stepping into you know what the women seen just like brother x seen it was something that he seen in order for him because he didn't mess with no youngsters none none so for him to accept me in his world of communication to give me the 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 the, the, the gems that's needed to, to to live life and understand to build a, a, a more understanding as a man for self to get to know me more than you I thought I knew me and I appreciate that brother you know uh, for everything that he did and everything that you know his direction and uh you know his firmness because he was firm with it you know this is how it is and you don't want to test no OG please believe you don't want to test no OG He, I appreciate you know everything that I've been through my journey and through it all it helped me the 16 years I actually did three years in the hole and that's 72 hours showers so you come out every 72 hours to shower. So being in a room by yourself for a long time. The, 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 the system is designed to break you. That's what it is. It's designed to break you so they'll forever have a bunk with your name on it. Because they know when you out in society, you're unbalanced, you're unstable. Your mindset they know what it is it's a mental game that they play so if you're not mentally stable how you gonna be stable out in the world Mm. I mean I could say two plus two is four (laughs) (laughs) but will we get that that's what they do you know what I'm saying and I took all that time for thanks to the OG's he was like man you gotta always find yourself doing things that's keeping you busy just like you were when you was on the streets you always had something to do so I started teaching myself how to draw I will wake up literally and draw for eight hours every day and I got some pictures that you wouldn't even think that I even drew these pictures now
1: I, I'll tell you this, bro. So that's that's my talent as a kid. I grew up in, I went to art school. So <laughs> I wouldn't believe. You. <laughs> I've been See, drawing ever since I was a kid, man.
0: So I, 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 I've learned that I, the talents that were in me, I just had to bring them out. I had to give myself a chance. I had to really give myself a chance at, you know, being the best version of me that I possibly could. I give a lot of good information and I tell myself I got to start accepting that same valuable information and I just did a lot of soul searching on me mm-hmm. that's 16 years and brother G is who you see that's who you know
1: so 16 years man um, you had a family before you went in right or so i wanted to uh ask you what was that like knowing that there was a strain on your family and that relationship bro i know they had to tear you up man so it did talk a little bit about that it did to this point, you got up
0: uh it's 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 crazy because like i said uh my mother she was my number one and this is what really like broke me down i was in class i started programming because i'm seeing everything that's going on in prison it's like what's going on on the streets it's just like a more tight you know what i'm saying ain't nobody going nowhere we all right here so when i realized that i'm like you know i got a bag up I just really got a bag up from all that because I'm not changing. I'm not making no types of changes. And I'm in class. Well, I started seeing the guy Jeremiah. Jeremiah, he was a white guy. And he we both had the same amount of time. And Jeremiah, he was going to programs. He was going to college. And I wanted to be like Jeremiah now. So I enrolled in college. I enrolled in every program that was available to me. And I was gone. I was gone from the time the yard opened up. I think I wouldn't probably make it back to the unit to probably like nine o'clock. That's when I got out of school. When I got out of college, I graduated with a 3.8, thanks to my mom. <laughs> my GPA is up, a 3.7. That's, not that. that's what's up, man. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to my mother you know know what what I'm saying saying?
1: the odds are stacked against you bro you you shouldn't have done that and you did
0: (laughs) but yet I'm the encouraging type for the brothers that need the encouragement because some people mentally ain't ready for time they're not built for time because they still haven't came to terms with you were wrong You have to come to terms with self and start taking accountability for the things that you do. Like I told the judge in front of the judge at sentencing, y'all I'm not finna sit up here and try to, you know, get you to, you know, think no other way. I let you know that I just want to take responsibility for everything that I've done and whatever you see fit, I'm gonna just have to be, you know, responsible and take that and deal with that. He said, after hearing that, i wasn't expecting that i want to continue this because now i really don't know how much time that i want to give you see that's the man upstairs see you the judge oh, yeah. but you're really not the judge <laughs> <laughs> <You feel me? laughs> Listen, oh my god i promise you bro man like through the whole process of 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 everything like I got a chance to like really get to know me and what I stand for mm-hmm. as a man. I tell my daughter all the time, you know, us as men, we make choices. A lot of them choices may not turn out how you ladies might think they should. Mm-hmm. I said, the only reason that is, is because we're not ready to take accountability for our actions once a man starts taking accountability for his actions they change his life change for him and everybody around him so I tell my daughter all the time we used to go back and forth you know as a, as a tug of war but now when I text her in the morning good morning shout it how you doing she texts me back good morning father I'm good you know that's just giving me the account, the the credit, the the the, the, the 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 credibility that I deserve, right? Because she know that I'm doing everything in my power, not for me, that's for you and them kids <laughs> to change. I want to be there for you. I want to be there for my grandkids. I want to be there for everything that you know I possibly can be as a man. And I want you to understand that I did everything that I possibly could to assist you in helping you to be in the lady that you are. And now she talks to me. We have talks. We we communicate. Our communication is beautiful. You know, I I, I, I was just, you know, uh, reaching out to her uh, yesterday and letting her know uh, it was something that I seen. And I want to have a real day, a real day as well. We sat down at the table and we go. We're going to lay it all out on the table. Acknowledge that everybody has feelings, though. But lay it out. You know, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's, let's get it out there. Because what i seen, I didn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. And as your father, you know what I'm saying, I, I would like for you to do better. Mm-hmm. So I just want to point out to you in, in, in certain directions in which I know I feel that you can do a little better in. That's all. No matter what, you know, uh we have to build that bridge of communication with our children.
1: 100 percent man. I uh I never thought about that,
0: man, but I really like that. Let's have a real day. A real day. <laughs> a real day. A real day. <laughs> a real day. You know, I want to okay. have a real day to where everybody can really express their feelings. Acknowledge how everybody is feeling. Uh, every acknowledge that everyone has feelings but you want your feelings to be acknowledged as well
1: right
0: so so yeah I just sit and I think about things all the time I'm the type that you know I have a picture that was taken in my grandmother's house and it's I'm in the room sitting on the bed and I'm thinking and I find myself doing that to this day like thinking like you know mm-hmm. I mean What I do, I don't do it for me. I do it for our generation, not just my kids. I do it for our generation because growing up, like I told, he was in the Boy Scouts and, you know, I appreciate everything that y'all had did for me when I was growing up. You know, it was just when I got to a certain age and I started seeing kids with the nice things and the nice things and I, I wanted some nice things. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew my mother; she did everything that she could for me as a as a as her son. I was spoiled. I didn't know what no was sometimes. You know, so when she did tell me no, I could accept no because I know tomorrow I, I'm gonna get something else tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I you know I mean, but I tell him that. No, he tell me that. He appreciate and 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 he really, you know, I'm saying, acknowledge the fact of all that I done been through, and he really loves the fact that where I'm headed. They say it ain't how you start, it's how you finish. So my start, I had to figure it out. Right. I had to, you know, know what I like and know what I don't like. That's why my grandmother said she never messed with me, because I was her smartest child. I had to figure things out in the world. You know I had to you know know what I like know what I don't like and what I don't like is the the deceitfulness the enviness, the the it's a lot of things that I don't like but what I really don't like is represent something that's not gonna wrap me back that's what I really don't like 100% let,
1: let me ask you this man I want to tap into this business that you started because we kind of spoke about uh, all of your experiences leading up to um, where you're at today. And like I said, there's so much like power and experience in that. So if you could bro, can you tell us about this business that you've created, the purpose behind this business like what you're trying to do with it man
0: the purpose well being an SSB since the ending of last year like explosive like it was the best one of the best things I have ever come across in in my years Mm -hmm. and I know when something is good because I didn't experienced a lot of bad Mm -hmm. but my business uh since they say would you still do what you're doing if you weren't getting if you weren't getting paid for it and my answer is yes because i have a purpose behind what i'm doing Mm -hmm. my products i they very much is the peaceful solution like in the home like they my scented oils they is very that aromatherapy Mm -hmm organic Mm -hmm. any way you want to use it that's all i do is sit and i think and i research and researching a few of the herbs that i that i put in my oils come from south america Mm -hmm. and they good for the internal Mm -hmm. you know so the billing of what i'm doing is i want to leave a legacy behind not just for my my family but for families that i know come from where i came from the struggle it ain't necessarily gotta be the struggle you know i mean just accept the fact of what we've done been through i mean we gotta start getting it together we gotta start you know putting it together as our peoples and embracing one another and learning how to communicate with one another and they say we quick to say black lives matter, right? Right. Who taking all the lives of the blacks? so The blacks. So, so the incarceration is 85%. 85% of the incarcerated African Americans is incarcerated due to another African American putting them there. Right. 85%. That's a well, high number. What, what are your thoughts
1: on um, how do individuals remove that type of mindset, the slavery type of mindset, the pulling each other down type of mindset and changing that and then having a mindset of like uh, transformation, uplifting people, building people up? can you talk a little
0: bit about that for me man that's that's a that's a real good question that's that's a very good question how I came to my mindset and not passing down judgment upon others was seeking information about me like what it is that you know I really stand for and you know because they say when you point the finger three pointing back at you mm-hmm. so if i point the finger then i got three more fingers that's on top of that one that i'm pointing so let me take a look at why i'm pointing anyway because i really need to, to get I, I need to get to the point of who it is that i am and what it is that i stand for as a human we quick to you know uh past judgment or, you know, uh, say negative things or come like not correct. Because if it was correct, we would have more bridges built amongst, you know, you know what I'm saying, Brad, but you really need to tap into the mindset of you as the individual to understand where, where you come from. They say, if you don't know where you came from, you would never know where you're going. Absolutely. So I had to do some digging of my background. All my roots is from the South. All my peoples is from the South. And it's crazy because I went down uh, to Kentucky with one of my uh, guys that uh, I grew up with for years. He watched me grow up. And he pointed out a place where they hang black blacks at. We went right up under the bridge and said, they hang blacks right here on this bridge right here. That like did something to me, like to actually be present where, you know, blacks was being hung. Man, they say, when you have a heart, when you find your heart, you'll find a lot more things in, in you that you never expect, you know, because then you start to care about others and not just self. It becomes selfless.
1: Yeah, man. That, that process of discoverability is like so important, man. Um, yeah.
0: Like you and what you went through. I was yeah. hearing your story. Yeah. And, and the discovery, you know, you had to really discover who you are mm-hmm. through everything that you've been through. We so quick to, you know, say, oh, well, life is doing this. Life is doing this life is well. That's life. Life is always, no, I tell my daughter, when you're doing something right, there's always going to be something wrong. (laughs) So put on your hard hat and your boots, because life ain't easy like that. No. So you have to discover you as an individual and know what it is that you stand for. Like I discovered the gangs ain't for me Mm -hmm. because I love my peoples. I don't want to just love a certain portion of my peoples,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, peoples that, you know, wear this color because these people. Be- no, uh-uh. I don't care if you wear purple. <laughs> purple. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> if you got love for G, G got love for you.
1: That's I ain't funny, only got you. love
0: for you. I got some real like knowledge for you. I got some understanding. We gonna, I tell people, I'm contagious. I'm going to rub off on you in some shape, form or fashion. Hey, man, a little sidebar
1: here, as you say this, I have to say this on air because I know that somebody that listens to our show is going to pick this up. But my wife, she listened to the show, and we was in a gym this morning, and she was wearing purple. Yesterday, she was doing something, and she was wearing purple. So today I said, is your favorite color purple or something now? She was like, no. So she's um she's in an African dance that she's dancing for uh this uh Thursday at a school. Her yeah. dress that came in today is purple. <laughs> and you just <laughs> out of the blues, we ain't had this conversation about nothing. <laughs> also it was like how this energy align and stuff like that. You just use the word purple out of any
0: out of nowhere. It's a relation, bro It's a relate. You feel me? Man. Oh, you know, man. I accept my peoples. I so, accept man, my peoples.
1: As, as someone that's uh I would kind of say if you're like is like an activist and just trying to like help our community, bro. What what do you think um is missing in uh in some of these communities based off like what you've seen growing up, bro, and what you think could be and impacting communities nowadays
0: what i what I see is missing is more leadership, more leadership, more people you know what I'm saying, stepping up to the plate and really being involved, you know more people you know taking hand and being accountable, you know holding each other accountable, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying for what's going on, and you know really being involved i mean it's crazy because the involvement process and I look at how a lot of the people uh live life today. Everybody is yet so judgmental about whatever it may be. But we all have a purpose in life. Why not help each other figure that purpose out? I seen something on TV and I'm always catching on to, you know, certain things. And Shaq all of People he mess with that he do business with from this business, this business, you know, Shaq, he got his hands in a lot of businesses. One thing I I, I, I really respect about the diesel is that he pulls everybody together. No matter what you're doing, what what business you're involved in. And he say, how could we help each other? Mm -hmm. That's deep. That's what we need, selfish that mindset. that's selfishness, you yeah. know. How could we help one another grow? That's what we need. That mindset. I I I
1: I love that man because, like, when I grew up here in Miami and stuff, bro. You you could clearly tell this yourself. Only certain communities help each other, and certain communities don't help each other. Facts facts and that's so if you go to basketball games you see who sit around the front front of the basketball games you you go to certain communities you'll see the communities that stay clean to the communities that don't stay clean um you so you can tell what communities are serving each other helping each other standing up for each other those types of things opposed to the ones that don't care about stuff to the ones that do care about stuff (laughs) And what that comes down to is that is that same individual person that's in that community. If you wanted to stand up, if you choose to live there, you choose to operate and do business there and things like that. Use your voice. You know what I mean?
0: Man, everyone has a voice, you know, and I realize that the energy that one gives off, not just the energy, but the vibes like, you know, I'm a I I like to give off good vibes to everybody that I run across everybody that that I come across that I interact with just based upon I don't want you to judge me but if you do you're not gonna know me until you get to know me (laughs) right you know what I'm saying yeah yeah so just like you got a face on i have a face on but my face is you understand me just so you could get to know me mm-hmm. before you judge me right because see once you hear my story maybe you might not be so judgmental no more correct correct you no know?
1: my uh mom always reference my mama she preaches back home in jamaica and she's always uh telling us uh to not be so judgmental hmm. and uh she always uh referenced the scripture you know uh don't be the first one to cast a stone or don't be going to point something when you got something wrong with you too as exactly. in like you know what I'm saying like you ain't that perfect you know what I'm hmm. saying so
0: come on now <laughs> come on now hey,
1: hey man um i wanted to uh, touch on something real fast here so with your company uh, brotherhood what do you think is going to be uh or you want it to be the uh legacy once it's all said and done for this company and for this business that you're starting right now
0: brotherhood i want to be known as a community of individuals that always uplift one another Mm -hmm. Because that's what we need anyway so Jamie like she was telling me you know uh, she separated it like the brotherhood and my products because I had it all in in Mm -hmm. one so I was headed in the right direction Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong but you know brotherhood is a mindset Mm -hmm. and it have to be something that you're ready for in life Mm -hmm. to embrace you done already done came to the conclusion of who you are and what you stand for. Now you just looking for your congregation of people to grab hold hands with. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I did in SSB. You know what I'm saying? I've like found my family, Right. you know, because everybody that's in SSB, i haven't seen one bad heart yet i haven't seen one supporter that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that's what i want brotherhood to be nice you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm just inlining myself with with greatness that's all How, how do you
1: how do you prioritize uh self-care your mental well-being your emotional well-being and just to stay balanced now man um i thought about like all the things that you were telling me man now that you're in this space where you're like you're with this family that you just spoke about you have this business it's doing what you wanted to do and all this other thing man so how do you uh maintain all these things to have this positive vibe this positive energy that you're just pouring into people
0: well uh (laughs) i have to say thanks to my heavenly father (laughs) hey he's the greatest you know i mean he wakes me up you know puts my feet on the floor and my attitude is my gratitude so in relation with dealing with a lot of things that i have going on uh i have a very peaceful environment Mm -hmm. so i have a lot of peace to, you know, uh, be able to process and think and categorize. And, you know, my, my world is not clustered. It's not clustered. Like, you know, it used to be now. I really know my direction Mm -hmm. and how I must take steps in towards achieving these goals. Mm -hmm. So like since they say, get one thing done at a time focus on one thing at a time right you focus on this make sure this is you know doing what it do then you can put your energy over here so all of them are do what they supposed to do right nothing is gonna be you know half because you need everything to be whole that's right so i have a lot of time to think and process you know, being at home and uh, just like I have no only time I have, you know, was my one of my grandkids is here. Other than that, they here the house. It just go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you can come through the door. Your grandkids been over here. Yeah, you, yeah, you know they. Been over <laughs> but other than that you'll come in and you'll be you'll just feel like so relaxed you know to like you know sit down and be like oh man you know it's a real like peaceful environment like you know and 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 my diffusers and my oils they like help set the tone for me like i keep them burning right here in the room so i i keep keep that fragrance in the air it's like a positive energy to me that you know uh i don't know i can't describe it but it's like a vibe and it helps me to stay on that positive vibe you know so i can pass that positivity on to people when i'm outside of my home because it all starts in the home wow And pastor just said that it starts in the home
1: yesterday that message based off what you just said yeah i i was uh thinking about what we was talking about earlier and um uh, like my discovery and my transformation, and the direction I'm leaving my life, man. And uh, the biggest thing that stuck out for me, man, was like, when you, once you start being like authentic and you just find like clarity in like things that you're doing, bro, like your peace of mind just like shifts.
0: Man, it just man. <laughs> man. That, uh, look, I tell people, and they be thinking that I'm crazy, right? When you done found a peace of mind. Your whole life changes. Everything changes. Your business, your relationship. Sh- <laughs> I tell people I don't even know what stress is. I don't stress. About what? Come on, bro. Man, look, I have more peace. I call my place Peaceville. <laughs> I call it peace you can't come around here with that BS No, Uh uh-uh. uh, the devil, he know he's not welcome in here, he tries his hardest to come in here. Mm-hmm. But I don't need no sage for you, bro. I got faith yeah. for you, bro. You feel me? I yeah, got, yeah. like, 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 since they say, turn down the fear and turn up the faith. That's my new. Word. <laughs> <laughs> turn down the fear and turn up the faith oh yes i love that man that's it it's a beautiful thing when you done learn how to find peace within self. if you can man
1: i want you to to for somebody that's listening right now that may have been incarcerated or facing something like that and Man, if it's something, something similar to your experience or something like that. But if you can, man, give us some words of uh, inspiration uh, based off of the misconception that people may have for someone that got out of jail and stuff like that, because you're living proof of like you could make it happen. So can Indeed. you do that for me, man?
0: Well, I have to start off by saying uh, you must believe in you. You must understand me believe in you it's a lot of people that probably don't believe in you you know whatever it is that you want to do that you know you like to do uh just because you had trials and tribulations in your life doesn't necessarily mean that that's gonna define who you are for the rest of your life so a wise man said you know uh mandela when you win you win but when you lose you don't lose unless you learn the lesson if you learn the lesson so through life i've been learning a lot of lessons so being down uh being incarcerated and coming back and trying to make a transition all you have to do is want to seek help want to seek help wanna you understand me get to the next level and in order to 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 get to the next level you need help so you have to seek seek and you shall find mm-hmm. don't just sit back and you know expect things to come to you and it's a lot of things for inmates getting fresh out that it's a very nice start I can put a Put together a package you know what i'm saying a kickstart package for an inmate getting out boy and you'll be on your way i
1: think you, i think you i think you just came up with an idea right there see
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll be on your way <laughs> all you have to do is just see. yeah you're right that is a good idea that is so, a really good idea
1: so my next question for you was was gonna be this man so how can someone how can society is uh, how can someone re enter society? Um, prepare, prepare coming into society, you know what I mean? Like, with all of the things that's out here in this world and stuff like that, you know what I mean? With how can change yeah. for them and how could they prepare to step back out into this world?
0: Well, mentally, like I said, it all goes back to you know, uh, the, 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 the self, but coming out. You have to understand that, you know, people, they're going to be judgmental. You got to work past that judgment. You got to keep pushing past that. Because if you let people, you understand me, be the uh, altering fact of where you land, Mm -hmm. you're going nowhere. Because not only is it designed for you to fail inside, it's even that much more designed for you to fail outside. Because they then already then you understand me discombobulated your thinking process. Mm-hmm. So you have to believe in you. Believe in you understand me, your purpose. You have to have a why. Come up with your why. And we'll work on everything else, you understand me, that needs to be answered.
1: What are some changes that you think like The criminal system has now that you would like to see or you think should be changed?
0: Well, it's done got worse. I have brothers that I communicate with that, you know, I don't forget where I come from. And I know that they don't have, you know, the family members probably looking out for them or, you know, accepting the phone calls when everybody needs to be heard. And when you're on that side, you know you just want to know that somebody cares. That's what it is. When you have somebody that you know cares in your corner, you come out with a feeling of you know I'm gonna make it. Uh, uh, uh Ain't nothing gonna stop me. Ain't nothing gonna stop me. Can you hold for just a sec? Hold on. Hello, I'm calling the National yes i'll be there all right thank you that was for one of my appointments but uh yeah you have to just really gather the feeling of you are already against all eyes because of the choices you made all right. now it's time for you to accept that take the accountability and you know what i ain't gonna let that define me mm. Because everybody make bad choices in life. Right. I know for a fact. <laughs> just because you didn't get caught for your choices don't make you know better than me. You know, I got caught, you understand me, because it was meant for me to get myself together, get my thinking process together, get my life together. Because the direction that I was headed in was a crash course. Mm-hmm. I don't know one successful gangbanger facts Not if you ain't right. successful you you ain't snoop dog <laughs> i'm just saying so i i i mean as far as you wanting to put the right footprints in the sand because you got kids you have children you know your brothers, your sisters they have children do you have a heart that's the question a lot of people don't even acknowledge their heart because they're not caring about nobody but themselves Mm -hmm. they stuck in that selfish it's all about me Mm -hmm. me 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 they're not thinking about you they're not thinking about you know so you have to come out with a different attitude You have to, understand me, set your thinking process to you're going to make it. Mm -hmm. Facts and and let that be that.
1: How important is it for that kid that's in impoverished uh, communities right now, living in poverty or something like that, how important is it for uh, mentorship guidance, um, accountability partners, uh, you name it, someone that has already paved the way to reach back out and help these people and inspire these types of people that are currently in these situations.
0: Man, it's very important. It's very important, especially, you know, in the minority communities, you know, for the leaders, they, 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 i'm gonna use the terminology the terminology came back on me you know what i'm saying but i'm gonna use the terminology monkey see monkey do that's what they label us and they write because everything somebody else is doing i want to do that too we're not the ones that's bringing the drugs over here in the countries how you think they're making it to the projects they don't want nobody out the projects to, you know what I'm saying? They stack all the odds against, they put everything in these projects. They take all the leaders that they know they take them off the streets cause they got too much influence mm-hmm. or they get killed. We need to bring more leadership, more understanding as, as, as individuals, and selfish selflessness to the community like it used to be back in the time you know everybody used to watch out for everybody kids and everybody was outside playing it's crazy because i drove through my projects just the other day and i didn't see no kids out playing mm. i re i can't remember not one day as a child that i was in those projects and kids weren't weren't outside playing that's how much has done changed. See, we don't have the the the, the joint hands factor. No more. Everybody is got their nose turned. What you got your nose turned up? Fuck! <laughs> Come on, now you gotta be kidding me. Why is you passing so much judgment? You know when we need all this help. When they acknowledge what I acknowledge, we on our way because we need help. Most definitely, and we got to start somewhere. So, I said I was put in this world for something. So I guess this is it. This is my purpose because it was always meant for me to bring. I thought I've always knew how to bring the peoples together. Mm-hmm. It's just some didn't like how I, you know, so. They like stayed away. And then I got brothers to this day that be like, you know, bro, I'm so proud of you. You know what I'm saying? After everything you done been through, everything that, you know what I'm saying? I'm just so proud of you. You is an inspiration to me, not just to me. When I tell you, when I talk to others about you, you're an inspiration. So you need to start, you understand me getting that out there, that inspiration that you are because everybody don't come from 16 years like that the mindset absolutely not man man
1: i have so much more questions to ask you but i'm just gonna try to (laughs) wrap it up here bro we got i'm gonna just ask you about two more questions man Um, okay okay so (coughs) yourself uh now it's filled with so much knowledge and wisdom. Um, how do you, as a leader, uh, stay you know up to date with like what's going on in this world and stuff like that? So how do you educate yourself? Um, how How do you choose like the people you surround yourself with to like stay in, on the trajectory that you're trying to take your life and stuff like that?
0: It's funny that you said that because as of the end of last year. I was you know still you know mingling in the circles of the liabilities mm-hmm. until I heard Sensei say I want you to go through your phone and I want you to look at the last ten phone calls and I want you to honestly label asset or a liability I think my last ten phone calls it almost made me cry mm-hmm. I said some has to change some has to give I can't be the one that's continuously pouring into everybody and don't nobody want to pour back into me mm-hmm. I want to see everybody shine like the brightest star that can shine possibly in the sky mm-hmm. I don't care you shining that bright I'm gonna tip my hat off to you it was meant for you to shine that bright that's what's up. You feel me it was meant for you to shine that bright so I salute you but one thing you must understand that if he give it to you, he'll take it away. That's right. So you don't make the right choices, you understand me, huh? Believe. The right the wrong choices going to come back on you. So I surround myself with people now who I feel wanted, it. Who I feel is not selfish. Who I feel don't mind helping. Mm-hmm. Who I feel is good for the team. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is. Together everyone achieves more. That's my terminology. I like it, man. So uh <clears throat> what is the
1: legacy for you? For me, and the purpose. For you now, what is
0: that? My legacy, my legacy is, is is it's done totally done took a transformation because at one point in time in my life, I didn't know that I stood for as much as I do mm-hmm. until now. So my legacy, it would actually be uh, looked upon as that brotherhood. That's where I want my kids to be. That's where I need them to be. Because here in the hood, I'm gonna teach you to be all you can be. Mm -hmm. Ain't no ain't no skies here. It's just galaxies. (laughs) You a star. (laughs) (laughs) You a star. So I'm gonna treat man. you as such. I'm gonna treat you just like a star. That star that you are.
1: I'm gonna treat I, I, you just like I that. I love star. how
0: you think, man.
1: I love how you think like beyond, you know what I'm saying, what the average person is thinking. I love how you think. Bro, um All right. So Vegas projects mom, dad, grandparents, Incarcerated, came out, change your life, man. Phenomenal story, phenomenal transformation. What are some gems, nuggets, advice, life lessons for the people that's listening to this podcast that man. you been with bro.
0: I'm gonna say for for the adults first, you have to really acknowledge the fact that others have feelings when you speak to them everyone needs to be heard everyone has a story but the choices that you make in life you can't continuously making the same choices because then they can't be considered mistakes at some point in time in your life you got to start taking accountability for the things that you're doing especially if you have children that surround you because the children are watching they're only a product of their environment if I didn't have the type of mother that I had growing up I know I probably wouldn't be nothing like I am today because she showed me she taught me the only game she played with me was Monopoly so the choices that we make is the choices that we have to stand on and take accountability for. So if you do something and you know you can't look yourself in the mirror, that's not right. You say something about somebody over there and you know you wouldn't like that said about you, that's not right. Mm-hmm. It's a boomerang effect. Mm-hmm. So until you start, you understand me accepting the fact that you have to give what you want in return You will never really get what you want Mm -hmm. because you ain't giving. Mm -hmm. So I just say treat people how you want to be treated. However it is that you want to be treated, however it is that you want people to talk to you, do the same to them. Sometimes people just need to be heard. Be their ear. Listen to them. Don't always be quick to kick somebody when they down. Everybody falls. Why not be a helping hand to help pick them up? You know, that's why we are considered last in the race. Because we don't know how to embrace one another. (laughs) We need to step up our embracement game. And show them that we can and we shall start embracing one another like we should. Definitely. I don't know you, but you're still my brother. You feel me? Yes, sir, absolutely. Someone that you can always talk to, that you know if you needed to talk to, if you needed advice from, I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing because I hear your SOS, your cry out for help, you know? So when I throw up my flag, I'll be here. Release what it is that we are going through so we can process and learn how to move along with not carrying that with us with you know what I'm saying you only can carry so much baggage
1: yeah man burdens too heavy to carry bro <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I travel light you know I travel light I travel real light very light, okay
1: man I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, man. Uh, I'm gonna leave the floor open to you here, man. If anybody wanted to uh, book you for a speaking engagement, book you to get on uh, their podcast, Um, if anybody wanted to do business with you, work with uh, any of your uh, companies, um, buy your products or anything like that, man, the floor is yours, Uh, go ahead, man.
0: Well, uh, if anybody, you know, wanted to work with me, talk with me, speak with me, Uh, You can hit me up on social media, uh, Facebook, Lamar Crosby, uh, Instagram at Brother G's 13. And my TikTok is Brotherhood 1000. I'm always willing to work with my peoples because we need to work with one another and we need to start, you know, building one another up. That's what this brotherhood is all about. So I need, you know, the community to stand behind me, stand up with me. And let's start making this change that's needed, not for just, you know, our kids, but the the kids to come. Your grandkids, grandkids, let's change our future due to how we was treated in the past. Together, we can do it. But we can't just talk about it. We got to be, do, and have.
1: Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Like that?
0: yeah get up out of here man okay hey, uh, my brother
1: brother thank you so much for joining me man and sharing uh, your life your transformation and uh this story of uh overcoming adversity and just being resilient man i really appreciate it man
0: uh hey it's my pleasure my brother it's my pleasure
1: thank you so much man guys i'm michael allison this is my good friend brother g until peace. next time we love you peace
0: peace Can't complain at all Couple dollars in my pocket, no come and go Been working on my body getting healthier
1: Thank God for clarity